Is it cold in here? That's all I have. <laughs> oh, I'm a little disappointed, Dave. I mean, I come know, on. I, was. I totally didn't even prep something. I, I, I had a late night last night, so I'm a little slow today. So apologize for that. But anyways. I would exchange all my cold years for one warm hand. There you go. That's better than what I had right there. And it's, that's a good Mr. Freeze impression too, by the way. I thought that was really good. Good job. Thank you. I just need I just need the I just need a little bit of voice modulation. You gotta make it sound just a little bit tinnier, you know. Yeah, true. I should probably do something like that. Anyways, guys, welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I'm of course Dave the Film Junkie, and with me as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. Happy Easter, sir. Happy Easter. Here we are, the penultimate episode of the original run. If we're going by production order, as we are. Yes. Going by production order, we got Mr. Freeze returning, Deep Freeze. This is an interesting episode. This is yeah, hey, by the way, I, I mm -hmm. wanted to ask you, do you remember when it was the last time we saw Mr. Freeze? No. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. No, I don't. When was it? Heart of Ice. It was Heart of Ice. This is literally Mr. Freeze's second appearance in the entire series so after emmy award-winning heart of ice we didn't get, why did i think we got him again or at least something well, well it's one of those things you don't think about because <laughs> we we've watched the like we've seen the rest of the universe i agree with you on that one ryan but no this is this is crazy this is Mr. This is Mr. Freeze's only his second appearance. This episode aired on November 26th, 1994. Now remember, because we're going in production order, you know, the actual second season last aired in like nine, you know, went all the way into 95. But you know, when you reshuffle the episodes in production order, Heart of Ice was from September 7th, 1992. That is insane. This is 70 that? episodes. It was episode 14 in production order, and this is episode 84. So this is 70 episodes later. Wow. I'm just baffled by that. For some reason, I thought there was like some other appearance in between there. No. That's insane. Wow. That's no. crazy. By the way, also, I want to take an I want to take this opportunity to say happy anniversary. Happy anniversary is four. Is this when we tomorrow started? is the two year anniversary of our first episode of Batman, the Fanimated stream. It's been two years. That is crazy, too. <laughs> Jeez. Time flies, man. That is crazy. Two years, two years. Since April we 10th, doing... 2021 April 10th. was our first episode. Ah. When we did the whole introduction where we basically did like the history of the series, you That's know, right. And yeah. you know, we talked about that heart of Batman documentary. I went back and watched a little bit of it. It was really weird. Like we both had completely different setups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, definitely our backgrounds and everything were different. I know you were, you were telling me that it was not part of the playlist on, on the channel, which I got to fix. I was, that's why you, so that's why you, um, that's why you uh found that out or something like that or at least went back i went uh, back because yeah. i was realizing that next week when we do the next episode which is the end of the original run it would have been two years almost to the day of us talking about episode one with on leather wings that's crazy man just went by so quickly and it's definitely been a lot of fun revisiting these episodes and uh you know we still got plenty more to come we got plenty of animated stuff that we're going to be doing and we're going to have a bonus episode which is uh you know a little 
secret bonus episode thing that we'll be uh, getting into. And of course, we're going to be getting into Sub-Zero as well, which, hey, there you go. We get to at least, we don't have to wait that long for freeze again. I know. We, we waited 70 episodes. Now, there'll be stories we'll be telling with Sub-Zero about how we waited for that movie. But... Yeah. Jeez, that is just crazy. But yeah, we, uh, we're talking about Deep Freeze and uh, this is a... Uh... This is it. This is this episode. Like I, I don't. I wasn't when I rewatched it. I'm like, man. When it comes to this one, I think it's just because Heart of Ice is just always just sticks out. You kind of I forgot about elements in this episode. There was things that watching it again, I went, yeah, um, definitely. There's things that pop out, but man, little things that I just totally forgot. Um, and it's kind of funny too because given the holiday, there's some Easter eggs in here. Oh, oh, you you should see <laughs> my notes, man. You should yeah. see my notes because I, okay, I remembered this episode very clearly. I, I okay. guess because it's only like the second Mr. Freeze episode. Like it blew yeah. my, I remember wa I was watching this last night and when I was like, wait a minute, I was like, this is literally only the second time we've seen Mr. Freeze. That's because when they put Sub-Zero on Blu-ray, as the bonus feature, what they did was they they included what they call the Mr. Freeze saga hmm. because yeah. it the Mr. Freeze saga is literally these two episodes, <laughs> Sub-Zero, an episode from the new Batman Adventures, and then spoilers, you know, a Batman Beyond episode. Yeah. And that is it for the appearance of Mr. Freeze in the animated universe that's just crazy that's just crazy and it's funny too because sometimes on saturday when i start working on stuff i'll have the batman animated series in the background oh and, uh, clancy brown is mr oh, yeah. freeze yeah <laughs> that, man, it's just funny like seeing that i mean i'm not like paying a ton of attention and i think maybe eventually we'll get around to uh even just discussing those episodes too uh you know because it's such a unique animated series and just the way that the, the 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 villains are especially i mean they make them different mr freeze is creepy as fuck they're oh, all goodness. creepy Man, yeah, oh yeah oh yeah yeah Jeez. Mm -hmm. i just got i just watched the uh the clayface episode uh, 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 like mr a, a bennett first appearance yo, of clayface uh, just the oh, just oh, everything geez. i mean it, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it gets a little it gets a little creepy with uh with the batman but anyways yeah um but yeah this episode i don't know i just kind of it just kind of there's things I don't I didn't remember there's things I did but yeah it was just but I just am still baffled that yeah you're right how hard of ice was the last time we saw that maybe because it was like two episodes maybe just because usually when these episodes or reruns are reruns on you just didn't really think about it you're like oh yeah Mr. Freeze has been he's been there for uh, yeah but I think it's really important and and I, I'm I'm not jumping into the discussion of like what happens in the episode. But yeah. if you think about the character and the way that Paul Dini reimagined the character, because this episode is a story by Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini, and the episode is written by Paul Dini. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to realize what was Freeze's motivation in Heart of Ice. Yeah. Why is he a criminal? Mm -hmm. His entire plot in that first episode is to get revenge on Boyle. And then once... And once, you know, that's done with, it's like, well, he had nothing. He, he had, had nothing, nothing to go. You're right. You're absolutely correct. After that whole thing wrapped up, there was really nothing for him to do when it came to that. Yeah. So there's no, so mo there's just, no motivation for him to no. go out and just be, you know, stealing 
stuff. Yeah. No, no more stealing diamonds or anything like that. Or, um, and yeah, when we first see him, he is locked up. Uh, he's in Stonegate. Uh, yeah, he's in Stonegate. Yeah, Stonegate. Yeah, because we, I, I think maybe I can't remember if we questioned that at the end of Heart of Ice. We did, but, but with the opening, it is clear this is Stonegate okay. and not Arkham. Yeah, and then we got these robots that just, or one robot that just walks out of the water kind of creepy and uh also and looks kind of familiar yeah kind of familiar where you're kind of going wait a minute we've uh we've I seen mean, this ro we've seen a robot like this before before and it's kind of crazy now when we think about it, it the, the, these robots had two episodes well technically three um, i'm gonna say we have a character in this episode that has more appearances in the series Right. Mr. Freeze. That's just that's just so crazy to think about. But yeah, we get this robot that walks out of the water, and of course, uh, out of his you know mouth, I guess you could say, he could she shoots basically uh, freezes gun, freezes people, and I mean the same it, sound effect. It has the exact same look. I mm -hmm. mean, yeah. And then uh, we, you know, of course, uh, climbs up to approach Mr. Freeze's cell, which of course is highly you know very cold in there, obviously. So he has to be in a. Um, but anyways, it's just like, but. So naturally, you're kind of going like, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? And he's like going, he's even freaking out. He's going guard, guard, like, get me out of here. Like, they're, this is just, even though the robot has his uh, capabilities, yeah, this is, has nothing to do with freeze, which is, was immediately what Batman thinks about when he sees the, the, the footage, the security footage. He's just like, yeah, there's, look at the fear on his face. The dude has barely any emotion. <laughs> And look at how frightened he is. And like, yeah. there's no way that he planned this. This was not his escape. So I think that was cool. And I do yeah. love that when we, I mean, because immediately they jump to a logical conclusion of who they're going to go talk to in the next scene. Because, yes, that robot does look a lot like those trash can robots <laughs> yeah. from um, Heart of Steel Part 1 and Part 2. Exactly. So, so we get Mr. Rossum back. Um, well, first we get... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> First we get, and I was like, I did not remember this part. You didn't remember uh, Batmite showing up? I didn't up? remember Batmite making a freaking cameo. I was like, what? I was like, but I mean, yeah, I just totally was like, it just threw me off. Like, holy shit. That's, and just seeing that, I was like, oh man. And it's just kind of was like vaguely there, but man. Um, yeah, we get a, we get an appearance from Batmite. Just absolutely crazy. I'm he your big Batman. man. I yeah. just want your help. I'm like, <laughs> wow, Paul Dini, you, uh. You knew what you were doing there, which this is fun because for me now, going back and watching this episode, when I saw this episode back in 1994, I didn't know who the hell Batmite was. No. Like, like literally, if you think about my DC Comics journey, this would have been my introduction to Batmite. <laughs> Any of us right there. But and then so, of course, like it starts malfunctioning and, you know, we see Rossum and, um, you know, he basically just talks about how he's not into doing all that stuff anymore. Um, um, so uh, obviously they recognize the robot. He recognizes the technology. And oh, hold on, hold on. Before then, I got to tell some Easter eggs. There's more Easter eggs in the scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Thank I had it you. ready. I had Thank it ready. Thank you. <laughs> so who'd you, so who, who, who are we seeing here, Dave? I'll, I'll let you oh. We're seeing Mr. Uh, well, we see Crypto right here. We see Crypto, yes. We see Crypto, and we see I can always I can never say his name right. Mr. Mrs. Whatever the hell is his name? How do you Mr. say Mr. Spitalik. Mr. Spitalik. It's so hard to pronounce that, but yeah. So we have that, and then we have Streaky down streaky there. Streaky right over there. Yeah, I know. yeah. It was like what the hell? Like I, I immediately paused and went okay, and just started picking him out. 
and I, I couldn't remember the cat's name at first, so I had a I did cheat and look that up, but I remember seeing um yeah, I remember the you know the character. I just couldn't remember the name right off the bat. But crypto was pretty easy right there. But yeah, so see for me when I saw this scene, because once again, did I know who any of these people were in 1994? No, not at so all. So it was it was fun when I I literally had like a spit take as I was like I was, I was watching HBO Max on my iPad this morning before church, and I went what? And I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I rewound, I paused, and I went. Because the first person I spotted was Mr. Mixaspitalik. Yeah. And which is fun because if you know the comics lore, both Batmite and Mr. Mixaspitalik are from the fifth dimension. So they're mm -hmm. technically being, they're, they're technically the same type of being, one for Batman and one for Superman. Superman. Yeah. But, but do you realize that all of those references right there are Superman references and yeah. we don't have Superman the animated series yet? Not yet. Yeah, the first one I spotted was, of course, Crypto. Right you saw the Crypto? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's very, and then, I, yeah, it was just one of those things where I was writing and then I just looked up and I went, huh? And I went, wait a minute. And then I paused and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Crypto. Oh, hey, there's that one Mr. M and of course, can't say his name. And then, yeah, it was just that. I'm going to love it when we get to the episode of Superman, the animated series that teaches you how to say his name. <laughs> there you go. That'll help me big time. Do you yeah, remember who the, remember okay, that. so just, just, just go ahead. Do you remember who the voice of Mixus Spitalik was in Superman, mm -mm. the animated series? Mm -mm. It was Gilbert Godfrey. Of course. That's right. Yes, of course. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey, uh, uh pretty fly for a Filipino guy just said uh said that right there in the chat. So. Yeah, I was about to say I was I was I was like, don't with the chat, like don't cheat with the chat tonight, don't Dave. Cheat. I have don't cheat. I will cheat. cheat. I have too much I have I have too much stuff in these notes for you nope. to like get get interference on the peanut gallery. Nope, I see nope, what you guys not, are doing. Nope, 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 nope. Wasn't looking at the chat. Don't worry, don't worry, teach. Um, and then okay, so then it, um so we got Rossum. He recognized the robot. And then, of course, we get this. By the way, Rossum, this. this is his fourth episode. Fourth. Fourth. Because Heart of Steel Part 1. Yes. Heart of Steel Part 2. And then. His Silicon Soul. Yep. And now, dude, Rossum has twice as many appearances than Mr. Freeze at this point. <laughs> it's crazy. That is so crazy to think about. Holy crap. But, you know, it's uh, like you said, it kind of does make sense. And uh, and then, of course, um, we get uh, Grant Walker, who... Oh, which is funny because, no, this is stuff that I'm not picking up on until I'm, like, interrupting you like crazy right now. Dude. No, no, it go just, for like, it. I don't it's, care. But it's amazing. They start to talk about Grant Walker. And did you hear what Rossum said he was for Grant Walker? No. Okay. He said he was one of his visioneers. Mm, okay. Because did you get the parallel of who Grant Walker is? Nah, what, like Walt Disney? I don't know. Yes, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah, you know, because he talks about the animatronics in his theme parks. Parks, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. you know yeah. what Walt Disney called those people? Visioneers? No, Imagineers. Oh. <laughs> Imagineers. <laughs> they were their Imagineers. So Grant Walker is, is a... Disney. Is it's Disney. Disney. This is Walt yeah. Disney. Yeah. That is, that is crazy. I didn't even. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wasn't there that whole thing where they said that Walt Disney was going to freeze, freeze his head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. I did not even think about that parallel right there. That is awesome. But yeah, we got Grant Walker who basically wants to make this city that's in like a, 
almost like a biodome kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's futuristic. It's uh, you know, it seems like it could be a nice place to uh maybe live, but yeah, we already know that there's something diabolical that's gonna you be. You know what that there. also reminded me of? No, this is mm. now this is a thing some that would have come later, but Grant Walker's entire plot just sounds like Bioshock to me. So yeah, kind of sounds like that. There's some other things in here too that there's like well, it doesn't. Well, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to we, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. But uh, and then of course we get to the bat boat. We get the bat boat again, which um, uh, not the first appearance of the bat boat. Not a first appearance, <laughs> like I thought that one time. Yes, yes, not like I thought last time. But uh, and then of course we get these tar- torpedo sh- sharks that sh- shark looking torpedoes again. Where's the shark repellent? Where's the bat yeah, shark repellent? I mean, seriously. Exactly. You're supposed to have that on hand on your utility bill. You got everything else there, but um, because you know, and then of course the I love it when the bat boat goes submarine. Obviously, it can go oh, yeah. submarine mm-hmm. and dive under the water, and then naturally they do that whole you know cut to commercial break when and we is like what happened to the dynamic duo of course we know that they get out but uh you know it, it always does that whole thing where you know the bad guy sees it or you know they see it on the screen explosion all right we're good we should be good um it's not and, good uh, until you find a body exactly always I mean, find a body always find a body because i mean the bat boat definitely explodes but uh, you know they got scuba gear of course they got the scuba gear they got the mask on they got the tank um and um yeah, so then of course uh, we get uh, Freeze. We finally see Freeze. He's uh, back into his suit, a more you know a suit that Walker created, a little more sophisticated. He explains to him, and uh, we notice that Walker, of course, is like with a cane. He looks like he's dying. He's got like dark, like dark uh, eyes and stuff. Okay. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm having I'm having so much fun. I'm gonna okay. give you. Cl- I'm even gonna give you a clue tonight. Oh. Okay. Go, okay. Do you know who the voice of Grant Walker is? I do not. I didn't look. Did it sound familiar? It kind of did. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you the actor's name. Because I know that doesn't always help you a whole lot sometimes. <laughs> but the actor's name who played, who was the voice of Grant Walker was Daniel O'Harely. Mm, not ringing bells. Okay. This is going to be your one clue. You ready? Mm-hmm. Dick? You're fired! Ah, uh, Dick, you're fired. Can I? I nope. I know. Nope. I know. I'm, I knew I was going to disappoint. Dick, you're fired. Wait. Wait. Dick, you're fired. Dick. Is it? Oh, it's Dick Tracy. No. 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 Mm. no. no. I, I don't have it. I don't He's have it. He's the old man from RoboCop. Oh shit! <laughs> He's the head of Omnicore. Whoops! Yep. He was Didn't... also he was also Grig in the Last Starfighter. If you saw okay. that. Oh movie. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Who, and uh, dude, yeah, because I know you have yes. a little fondness for it. He's Cochran from Season of the Witch. Mm, season of the Witch. Yeah, I I, 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 do, I I could see his face right now. Totally. Yeah, but yeah, I would not have guessed that that was him. And I don't even know. I didn't even know his name. So I didn't know his name either. But the voice was like, and that's why it was so funny for me to go back to Grig because since he's under so much makeup in the Last Starfighter, all you really recognize is his voice from the yeah. Last Starfighter. But yeah, he he's the old man in, in RoboCop and RoboCop Two. That's freaking funny. Yeah. I'm 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 disappointed I missed that reference. Okay, though it happens, but uh, well, that's cool. I love that. And uh, and so we got Freeze coming out, and you know he tests out his you know his Freeze gun. Everything's all working, and then of course he threatens Walker. 
Um, and then Walker starts explaining, you know, what he wants from him because he's basically saying that, hey, you know, you since you're in this frozen state, you're not aging. You're aging barely at all. So you're almost like pretty much immortal. I'm dying. So I want to become you. I want to. He, he, he basically wants Freeze to just re enact or not reenact but redo the accident that made him who he is for him so then he could be I immortal guess, immortal yeah. essentially and frozen just like what walt disney wanted to do <laughs> <laughs> except for his whole he wanted the whole body right the whole body not just the head yeah yeah not just the head you know um so uh yeah he wants to become like that and of course uh you know freeze doesn't want to do it but then you know walker's got a little ace under his uh sleeve little something they pulls out and he just pulls the curtain there she is nora and you know what you know what i didn't realize or i, I you know once again because the last time we saw freeze was in heart of ice remember who's not in heart of ice no nora she's not in it she's not she's oh in that's corner. right she's just referred to and then of course the little wow the snuggle, but Nora's not actually there in we in, only see the footage, right? She's the only footage. in the footage. Wow. So he actually <laughs> thinks Nora is dead. There's some Mandela effect shit happening with this. You episode. better believe it. <laughs> yeah. We've we we've seen too many either interpretations or because we've seen all the episodes that come after this, we forget <laughs> how this all like falls down. Because here's an here's another like interesting little like knowledge bomb i wanted to drop but like i uh -huh. was i went i went deep down the rabbit hole I for, love it. for this week's episode okay part so of the pun rabbit yeah, yeah. yeah so uh air date for this episode was november 26 1994 okay uh -huh. now published on december 6th 1994 so a month after this was the batman adventures holiday special one shot we've talked about the batman adventures it was the tie-in comic Mm -hmm. um, and they did a holiday special. We'll return to this later because the first episode of the new Batman adventures adapts all but one of the vignettes in the holiday special. Wow. The only vignette that in the episode that's coming up in the new Batman adventures is called holiday nights. K and I G H T. Yeah. Yeah. And the only vignette it does not um adapt was a story written by a glenn mirakami mm -hmm. called white christmas and it's a christmas eve episode where mr freeze busts out of arkham and batman tracks him down to like a cemetery and he's doing like doing the snow machine thing it turns out all he wanted to do was create snow on christmas eve because that was Christmas Eve is when Victor and Nora got married and he wanted to give Gotham a white Christmas because it was snowing. the It was snowing on the Christmas Eve that he got married to Nora and he points and there's a gravestone and Nora's dead. Huh. So it was interesting because this episode so, so this is why you got to be careful about like people wanting to use the Batman adventures because the continuity doesn't line up. No. So that story had Nora dead. As far as we know, Nora was dead until we see this episode. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, Walker has, has her in her, you know, 
tube that Frozen. later on yeah. we would see a lot in the Batman and Robin movie in, yeah. in 97. And then there's going to be a great story I'm going to tell about Sub-Zero that's going to affect, that's going to further affect why this White Christmas story ne could never be adapted for the Holiday Nights episode. So there was all this all this stuff, man. You really went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, because except for white Christmas, literally the entire issue of that holiday special gets adapted later for that episode. That's pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, so we have Nora. Um, and then of course, uh, Walker just is doing that whole thing where it's like, Hey, you help me and I can help your wife. I got the technology to save her. But yeah, like I said, he was, you know, he reveals that, you know, after the fire and all the things that happened with the accident, he was able to get her out and, uh, you know, keep her at least in that little chamber that she's in where she, and it's, it's kind of haunting too. Like that she, she's just like in the, the frozen water and like the dress is like moving, but she's just like, it's, it's kind of very ghost. Is there ghost? Yeah. Like, I, I think because of the, because of the, the white, bubbles. the bubbles yeah. and the white and the way the white robe kind of yeah. like, just like flutters in there. Yeah. Flutters. Like, yeah. yeah. There's just something very creepy about it. Very, yeah. Very ghost like. Um, so then we get Batman and Robin, of course, showing up into, uh, the, the city that, uh, the, the future city, I guess you could Oceana. Oceana. There you go. That's what it's called, which is, you know, it's on the ocean. Makes sense. Um, and then, um, and then we got the, all the people and all, even all the people are wearing like almost like futuristic looking, you know, coats and, you know, these people that showed up here. And then of course we had the big screen where he's talking to the people and, you know, he's basically just saying that, yeah, you know, we, we're not going to have a city full of crime. It's just that it's that story that we've seen many times where you have this evil kind of dude who has obviously a, a plan for, for things, but he wants to like give people like this perfect society. The, uto uh, the utopia. utopia. Once again, that's when my brain went to Bioshock. Like yeah. I was totally thinking about that, but yeah, it's the, we're going to look at the, the real world. Yeah. You know, we're just kind of like, I'm sorry. We're just kind of like, you know, wash our hands <laughs> of it. And we're going to go off because we're rich and pretty and, and yeah. powerful. And we can like live the perfect life from now on. Yeah, that place can freeze over. We'll be nice and toasty in here. It'll be all good. There'll be no crime, no nothing. Just promising the world. And of course, everybody's all about it. But you know, it's gonna come at a at a at a price. And of course, yes. Batman and Robin um, need to stop that. And so, of course, uh, um, they get taken down below because obviously these like you know those robots show up again. Yeah, with, the uh, nines, as Rawson told us. Oh yes, there you go. Yes, the M nines. Um, and they get taken down below and then we get freeze show up, which is a really cool shot where like the door opens. It's like, and, you and he shoots the gun like right yes. at the camera, <laughs> you know, and you're like, ah, oh, cut to commercial uh, cliffhanger. And but of course, you know, all he did was just lock them into place. You know, it is kind of funny. It's like you just kind of lock it. They make it so dramatic. But then when you see them the next they're, they're Batman and Robin are just like just from like here, their their arms are just like and they're locked in together with like a big block of ice. And that's about it. But they, I, I just love that. But that shot is so cool. The way it swirls at the camera. I know. So cool. And didn't we see an exact shot like that in Heart of Ice? Yes, there was something like that in uh, Heart of Ice as well. Um, you definitely does look familiar but it's just really cool shot 
Um, so then um, we get to down, you know, where where um, Walker is, and he's already got the, the the Mr. Freeze type suit on. He's got these tubes connected to it. Obviously, there's doctors, and we got Freeze that's just basically going to be like, okay, well, I'm we're just going to shoot you up full of this stuff, chemicals, whatever the hell, the mixture that caused him to do it, and uh, you know, it's one of those frankenstein monster types i don't know kind of things where just ah, you know he's getting zapped up and then it's your ma- it's just your mad science dramatic. It's your mad scientist kind of yeah, mad scene. scientist there you go and and then you know his face turns pale and and everything and then all of a sudden i mean he recovers real quick <laughs> it's there's no there's no it just goes real quick and he just and he's just like oh he's got this strength now but of course he's not used to it so he kind of stumbles but, uh, you know, he's feeling good now. Um, but hopefully, like, when his, if his plan goes well, essentially, he won't be able, he won't have to have the costume or, you know, have to be in that costume, I guess. Well, the cause, because the whole point is that, you know, his evil plan is that he's yeah. going to use a giant version, a, a giant cannon version of Freeze's freeze gun. Yeah. And he's going to freeze the outside world. Well, of course, that's going to make it so cold that, well, he, he doesn't can, need it. He doesn't need the suit anymore. Yeah. yeah. Kind of gave me some Batman and Robin vibes with a big, huge gun, you know, aiming at going to be aiming at. Gotham oh, my City. God. Yes. The observatory. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, I try to forget that movie so oh, much. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. But that when I saw it, especially when you see the thing come out, the, the cannon come out, I'm like, wow. Somebody who wrote Batman and Robin was watching this episode for sure. Because there's another thing that happens to at the end where you kind of go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that also the little bit of a similar thing that happens in Batman and Robin. Um, so, um, th- so that's all happening, and the experiment works and everything. And then, of course, Batman is telling Freeze that, "Hey, you know," and you know, he starts doing that whole thing, kind of, you know, kind of tells him like, "Hey, you realize that? I know you, you, you realize you don't have a choice because obviously he can help your wife, and this is what this is all about." But she will be very disappointed if you in you if you help him basically destroy the world. Right, like she's gonna him. hate you when she wakes up. Right? Yeah, she wakes I mean, up. You're first off, you're an ice man, and then all of a sudden the Gotham City's and you helped with that, and then and then this is where you kind of go like, well, Freeze was like, he looks at her and just goes. You know, and he just thinks about it and then just changes his mind. I love how he just approaches Batman and Robin and just just breaks the ice off of them. And it's just well, like yeah. this is what's so important about his character motivation. Yeah. Like they never betrayed the character. Yeah. I think that's did. why it's so important to realize this is his only his second appearance, because you have to have a story like this to justify Mr. Free showing up again. The yeah. way that they in Heart of Ice, they gave him such a solid character foundation. They gave him such a solid motivation. It's only about him wanting to, in that case, revenge his wife in this episode because now he knows that she's alive. I'll use air quotes. Um, <laughs> he it, It's about saving his wife. I mean, this is the only reason he does what everything he does is in response to Nora. Yes. And so I think that's why it's so cool to realize, wow, it really hasn't, we really have only had two freeze episodes, but if we'd had more, it would have betrayed the character. And yeah. I, and I love that they, they stay true to that. 
You know, and, and it kind of makes you wonder, too, like if you ever were to like talk to any of those guys, how many times when they were, you know, coming up with episodes, they have a whiteboard of like who what's who's the villain going to be? How many times were they like, what about Mr. Freeze? And they're like, eh, can't can't really do it, you know, especially after, you know, the first appearance won an Emmy and it's considered one of the best. It's like, well, we can't just have him just well because he single-handedly reinvented the character for <laughs> literally all time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I just wonder how many times did that get brought up for Mr. Freeze to come back and they were just like, we can't do it. We just can't do it. It just can't happen, you know? So that that would be an interesting um thing like if we ever were to able to talk to those guys and just get some of those uh backstories, some of those behind the scenes stories coming up with um well the stories and the villains who was going to be in the episodes. But uh yeah, and then of course um you know Walker's doing his thing and then uh you know Mr. Freeze is not going to have any of it. Freeze Batman and Robin. And you know what? This ending is strong. This ending is really cool. It's it's you know it's just it, a cool. Some, the, while the while the plot itself is a little thin here or there, yeah, the ending has got that emotional depth that we've come to. You know, when we talk about what makes Batman the animated series god tier, yeah, it's these emotional moments that are like, this is why this show was special, so special. And so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the clip right now and play it because you know this is after there's already been a little bit of a battle between these two and I love it. it's like two freeze costumes right here but here we go that's gonna work stop me Michael and Sarah may rest in peace with such an right. amazing voice just such an amazing voice overload it that's the main power core. An overload will blow this city out of the water. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it when you have like, thank you, Captain Obvious Exposition. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do, they got to explain it to the audience, you know? I know, exactly. Oh, residents of Oceana. I love this right here. The city is doomed. The city is doomed. If you value your lives, you will evacuate now. That, that is, is all. all. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Going. I think the like the little like pillars of ice coming up is such a cool thing. Yeah, it's a cool little effect. Golfing everything. Everybody gets out safely. Don't worry. Yeah, Nobody I want to know died. what happens to all these creepazoids who are like totally cool with the idea of like freezing everybody else. I know, right? They should all be arrested. Take them all to Stonegate. Don't be a fool. Don't be this a fool. Whole place is going under. I won't lose her again. There's nothing you can do for her. Come okay. Kind of an interesting point. You no, know, we talked about how bad. Batman wants to save his rogues gallery. No, yeah. he didn't really lift a finger to help Grant Walker. No, <laughs> but, he did not. <laughs> but he's willing to like lasso freeze to be like, dude, come yeah. on. Yeah, and then we kind of saw this in Batman and Robin. Remember we did see this in Batman and Robin. 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 Yeah, we did. So like, we got to get him out of here. Got to get him fought out before he dies. And they kind of give him that ultimatum. But yeah, this right here is so great. Shirley Walker doing her thing. Yes. We're together again, my love. The world is literally falling apart around them, and he doesn't care. Yeah. His wife did. That's all he wants. 
I like how he's already starting to melt. Melt, it. yeah. I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice little detail they animated. Like the explosion. Oh, walk- and this. Oh, yeah. this is one of those endings where you're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. I, I was trying to remember a movie that I remember having an ending like this where someone wants to be immortal and now they're like trapped. <laughs> he's a fish. Oh, yeah. God, that's creepy right there. So freaking creepy. Imagine being stuck like that. Ugh. Oh. Very creepy. But then, of course, we get uh, Dick, uh, you know, eating, drinking some coffee. Obviously, he's been in the immersion tank, falling out. The back to tank, as I like to call it. Yeah, yeah, or the back to tank, if you know, want to get that that reference, a Star Wars reference. Um, and, uh, yeah, he just, uh, and and then, of course, we're kind of wondering, like, what happens to Mr. You know, Freeze. And, of course, still alive in a, in a block of ice. And he's yeah, just. And- Floating by some icebergs, but he's just like on his knees, kind of like in a worshipful stance, you know, in front of Nora. But it's just, but I love how the episode ends on him just like reaching his hand up to the glass, almost like he's trying to hold her hand, even though he can't because she's still inside of her, her tube. That was the main thing I remembered about this episode was that last shot. I remember that last shot. That was like the thing that stood out the most when I was thinking about this episode, which is that last shot of him on his knees. And then, of course, reaching uh, up to her like that. That was the thing that stood out. Um, But yeah, of course, when you know that now that we know that Sub-Zero comes after this, I mean, that ending leads right Right into it. Right into where Sub Zero picks up. I can't even remember the last time I watched Sub Zero. It has been so long, so I can't wait to revisit that again. I mean, I watched Phantasm like crazy. Sub Zero wasn't as much, but uh, but it's been so long that uh, it's going to be nice to take uh, to go down that road again. But uh, uh, that's Deep Freeze right there. It's a good episode, solid episode, good freeze episode, a solid episode. It's not it's not strong one hundred percent through. No, but. It's got those emotional beats, especially for anyone who's a Mr. Freeze fan. You get that ending, which is just like perfect. Oh, oh, (laughs) and 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 like we said, so many fun Easter eggs in this episode. I know, right? I know that was like the fun part. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, ooh. And then when I saw that you had uh, tweeted that you had information, I'm like, well, obviously he knows about the Easter eggs. We're going to talk about at least those little things right there. But uh, what do we got next week? What are we wrapping this up with? Oh, we are wrapping up this original run in production order with mm-hmm. Batgirl Returns. That's right. She's returning. Try to remember beats in this episode. I'm sure they'll start coming back. You know me. what? I am. I remember. I remember what the title card looks like. Yeah. I remember how it starts. And I remember who she teams up with. And that's it. Yeah, there's not really, it's not really, I mean, Sha- uh, Shadow of the Bat was just, that That one obviously stuck out way more. But yeah, I'm trying to remember stuff in this well, one. Because you guys think about it. Now, we've seen Barbara several times. Yes. But as far as Batgirl is concerned, technically, I mean, she literally, we see Batgirl at literally the last shot of Shadow of the Bat Part 1. Yeah. So if you want to talk about like full appearances, this is only going to be our second full appearance of Batgirl. Once again, we've had Barbara, but not Batgirl. Yeah, it's crazy to think about with all these episodes and how often these characters don't <laughs> have not shown up in certain things. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, that'll be great. That'll be great to uh, 
uh, to talk about next week. We'll be right here at the same bad time, same bad channel. Go ahead and uh, send us off, Scott. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27, and you can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There we go. All right, guys, smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Do all that. I'll see you guys tomorrow on Film Junkie Live at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We talk all the movie craziness that's happening. We thank you for uh, discussing some Batman with us. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>